Good morning, sisters and brothers, to those who are here and those joining us via live stream. I would like to reflect today, December 6, on the mountain. This is a very significant place in the Bible. Actually, the mountain would always be a place of encounter, a place of encountering God. You know, in the Old Testament, God gave the Ten to Moses, the Ten Commandments to Moses on the mountain. And mountain would always be a sacred space where people would be in communion with God. And so in the first reading, coming from the book of the prophet Isaiah, it was on the mountain that God made a promise to a people after an exile. They were hungry. And God made a promise to the prophet Isaiah. What was that promise? He said, On that mountain, I will prepare a banquet. Imagine that promise, its impact to people who are hungry. And I will provide for all people a rich feast, a banquet, food, wine, juice, pure wine. The best of all parties. But it's not only that, because oftentimes when we experience party or banquet, there would be drama. Pag may kasalan, pag may okasyon, doon nag-aaway-aaway. And God made a promise, it's going to be a party on the mountain that I will dry your tears. I will remove your reproaches. It's going to be an experience of peace through and through. There is no defect. It's an experience of a deep encounter with God. Yes, and that mountain. And that promise in the first reading was fulfilled in the gospel. After Jesus was walking on the sea of Galilee, people followed him. Who are these people who are following him? The blind, the lame, the mute, the deformed. I cannot even imagine how they followed him. Imagine a deformed having a difficulty following Jesus physically. And then what Jesus did was that he went on the mountain. How can the deformed, how can the blind, how can the mute focus on the train going on that mountain? But they had faith and they did not give up. On that mountain, they were made whole again. And you ask them, is it worth it? Is it worth the trail? Is it worth the following? I think so. But that's not all. God made everyone whole and eventually, after three days, they were hungry. And Jesus could not stand people who are hungry. And so, whatever they had, God took them 
and multiplied it. I think this is the secret of God's fulfilling His promise. It will not be a promise that is totally out there given to us. God's fulfilling His promise is eliciting the little things we have and without resisting, offering to the Lord and out of the little things that we have, He will satisfy us. He will allow us to experience and encounter Him on top of the mountain, on top of the world, an experience of Jesus on the mountain. Before you know it, Benedict XVI would say, actually, wherever you go, as long as you are with Jesus, Jesus becomes the mountain of God, the person of encountering Jesus. That is why the responsorial psalm, I shall live in the house of the Lord all the days of our lives, simply put, I shall live on that mountain of the Lord. I shall live with Jesus because He is the mountain of the Lord where promises are fulfilled by God. And I'm just wondering as we prepare for this Christmas season, you know, as a child you would wonder, why is it that the mountain, bakit may umbok ang bundok? It's not a plain, it's a mountain, may umbok. What is inside it that is being made as a mountain? At titignan natin, when Jesus would be born, He would be born in a cave, in a grotto, underneath as it were, a mountain. And I think it is from that kind of perspective, as we prepare to meet God on that mountain and God fulfilling His promise, let us be ready that the God who is in the mountain lifting us up is actually God Himself. This is the life of St. Nicholas, also known as Santa Claus. What we celebrate today, he would secretly give gifts to people, particularly the poor, and fade away and let Jesus be recognized. May that experience of encountering God in our mountain, in Jesus, in the witness of St. Nicholas, be what we do as we prepare for His coming. Amen.